0: you may kill me but you may never insult me who am i I'm kevin jack sparrow get the truth about movies on
1: the movie show
0: if he were telling the truth he wouldn't have told us <laughs> tell them sparrow unless of course he knew you wouldn't believe the truth even if you told him mm-hmm. Hello, Joey, it's Ross. I need some help. Help
1: has come your way, because you are listening to The Movie Show. What is up?
0: Hello, 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 hello. This is The
1: Movie Show. On
0: Active FM. With Sash. And Ryan.
1: Mm Mhm. And you read our title. Today we are doing a film review on a movie that is worth watching again. And it's Hunger Games.
0: That's right. Mm hmm It's Mm -hmm. been, how many years later? What was this, 2000 and...
1: That is very good. Did it say
0: 2008?
1: That's possible. Yes. Because Hunger Games came out, yeah. 2008. No, wait. 2012. 2012. 2012, yes. So we are almost 10 years to the first Hunger Games. I
0: cannot believe it. It's crazy. It didn't feel that old, eh? No. And I watched it, and Sashi, I don't know about you. But I watched this movie and I had a different eye watching it. I'm right? Like, hey, that was good. Hey, why <laughs> did I miss it? Oh, that makes sense. Yes. Oh, now yes. I see why they. <laughs> yes. So
1: how this came about? was my family and I were deciding on a movie, and my sister, who ha- happens to be the producer of Active him, shout out to our awesome producer, she was like, let's watch The Hunger Games. So we were like, okay, we've seen The Hunger Games, we went to cinemas to watch The Hunger Games. In fact, we even did a reenactment of The Hunger Games, but we were like, okay, cool, let's watch it. So we watched it, and we ended up binge-watching, okay, there's four of them in total. In in two days, we watched three of them. Yes. And then we watched the fourth one later on. But it was actually, I I. Thoroughly enjoyed every single one of them. Today, we are reviewing the first one, the first Hunger Games. So,
0: my question is this, because this is my critical um, thing about watch. You know, watching a movie again. I feel like um, it's like closing a present and reopening it again. And then being, <laughs> oh, it's a dog. Oh, my
1: goodness. Open it
0: close again. Open it again. Oh, it's a dog. <laughs> Eventually, just like, yeah, yeah, there's a, there's there's a, dog, a dog in there. So, um, it's quite difficult for me to put on a movie for the second time again and to rewatch it because it's, you just, you know it's going to happen. But, however, Mm. there's things you miss. No,
1: there are. And And forget. Yeah. Honestly, at some points I literally was like, I I can't remember what happened here, which is unusual for me because generally I'm like, oh yeah, that happened. Is that guy Lenny Kravitz? Yes. I knew it. Yes. But I
0: always knew that. But if I forgot. I but have I...
1: an interesting fact about that, right? Damn. So, Lenny Kravitz was cast for the role of Sinner without auditioning. Wait, hang on. Without auditioning.
0: Who? Cina. Uh
1: Sinner. His character The guy that Cina. he plays, right? Yes. Oh, okay. So, he was, he was cast without auditioning after co-writer and director Gary Ross was impressed by his performance in a film called Precious 2009. Because most of Sinner's scenes are with Katniss... Kravitz learned as much as he could about Jennifer Lawrence through his daughter, Zoe, because her, Zoe, and Jennifer Lawrence had acted together in X-Men First Class in 2011. So his daughter had acted with Jennifer Lawrence. So she interviewed his
0: daughter and said, okay, tell me, uh, she be you yeah, like, me, give me the, the load No, she doesn't like this. <laughs> and you're like, okay, okay." so I mustn't, and I must, okay, oh, and she's she, Okay, that's pretty cool.
1: Also, another interesting fact is because Jennifer Lawrence had worked with Zoe, she couldn't get herself to call him by his first name. So she would always call him Mr. Kravitz. He, she couldn't call him Lenny, be, just being out of respect, because obviously she had worked with his daughter, so she, she kind of knew him like that. And apparently everyone else on set adopted it, so no one called him Lenny. Everyone called him Mr.
0: Kravitz. Well, is He's a freaking rock star, this guy. I mean, <laughs> can you picture him there? You know, and he's like in his leather, leather pants, tight jeans, and his glasses. Like, like
1: Ross wore in Friends. By the way, we did a review on the Friends reunion last week. Last Go week, listen yeah. To it.
0: <laughs> you see, there he is. I actually had a song of, of his on my mind Seriously? last week. It's quite. So when I saw him, I'm like. Hey, what's up, dude? <laughs> I was thinking song. about you. <laughs> Sing that song. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, it was it was a very good film though. I thoroughly enjoyed the first one. In fact, I thoroughly enjoyed all of them. If you have not watched the Hunger Games, <gasps> what is wrong with you? Go it's, watch them.
0: It's been so long that watching it again is as good as watching the first time. Although the cool thing is that um what was very relieving for me for this movie, which was quite nice, it calmed me down a bit more, was that mm-hmm. I was like Okay, I know she makes it. I know yeah, he makes know it. it. Mm-hmm. It's fine. You know, it's cool they make it. But then it it now it leaves space now for you to pay attention to the detail, to look at other stuff and hear names that and stuff that they yeah. call things and days and uh, events and why this person and who he was and what he did, and you're like, oh, is that? What, oh, wait, the berries. Wait, hang on. Is it? Uh, it's like.
1: Yeah, it makes more sense. still good. It's still you've good. got background to it, so yeah. it kind of like adds to it from there. Apparently, on set, <laughs> they had a swear jar. So, in other words, every time someone That's swore, you had to add money, I'm guessing, to the swear jar. Guess who contributed half? Just one person contributed half to the swear jar. Guess who it was? Mr. Kevitt. Nope. Jennifer. Jennifer Lawrence. Really? But have you ever heard her in interviews? No? No. She swears like a trooper. Really? Yeah, R- yeah like I, like she she really So when I saw that I was like oh yeah that that actually does make sense just because of it? of interviews that I've seen her in um you know?
0: I was very surprised when I was looking at a lot of um BTS like stuff. Yeah. Because for me you expect like like, and they are professionals, but like the amount of fun that they actually had no, they and how didn't. they got along mm. and stuff that they did to get, like they actually got along very, very well.
1: Well, they got along so well that, you know, while joking around on sets, Jennifer Lawrence accidentally kicked Josh, yeah. Josh Hutcherson in the head, knocking him out and resulting in a concussion.
0: I think she wanted a break. That's all she needed. <laughs> Yeah.
1: <laughs> you like, fuck, oh, flips, I'm so, oh, he's not responding. Guys, guys, guys. <laughs> we need to take
0: a two day break. <laughs> she's like, I so need to go sorry. home. I still got my mom's keys. I need to give it back to her. I forgot to unlock the house. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no shame. Yeah. Yeah. Shame. She must have felt so bad. But how hard did she kick him that he was knocked out?
0: Well, she obviously learned to, no, she, I
1: suppose she was doing like combat, like she, training and she stuff. She was very good
0: at this stuff. <laughs> Clearly. She learned some really, I mean, I'm sure in X-Men she would have really learned some, some awesome stuff. That's also so true. So for them it's like, okay, um, mm-hmm. Jennifer, darling, we're going to, uh, send you for some training. She's like, name it, I've probably done it <laughs> already. Uh, double. Well,
1: the, the archery she would have had to, yeah. that, that she would have had to learn.
0: Triple, uh, backflip kick spinning, 180, <laughs> upside down. Like, yep. <laughs> done it you know type of thing and yeah
1: <laughs> she was also paid so this was her, her, her salary right five hundred thousand dollars
0: okay so first paycheck she bought a house
1: well no this uh, for the hunger games basically because obviously she had acted before. A house for the hunger games no no as if this <laughs> was her salary her. From, <laughs> from hunger games it took her three sure. days before she accepted the role because she was unsure of how the role would clearly affect her career, since her background was largely on the indie film circuits. For The Hunger Games Catching Fire, which was 2013, she was paid 10 million U- US dollars. What do you do 20 times the initial offer.
0: What? I don't know. Do you do, like, even if you get 1 million, you know, it's like people win the lottery, the actors, like, look and say,
1: Ugh. Yeah, and that's one film, which is one film, they, they can do, they can do like two, th- three films in a year. That's one salary from one film. And you're going to be acting for like a good what? If you're a good actress, you could be acting for the rest of your
0: life. No wonder why you, like actors, you can see like their, their movie career and they like do a movie once every like four years or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: And then they go on holiday and they, and they, and, and they
0: right. so imagine when you do more than, okay, it, it very seldomly happens, but when they do, do more than one film at a time. Like uh, Superman. Superman oh, was in two films, and he had a mustache for the one film, and so in DC Comics, they had to remove it.
1: I wonder if that guy's he is not signed. He
0: is rich. <laughs> that guy's rich. I wonder,
1: and that, that CG company's rich as so well. I wonder if...
0: <laughs> they, <laughs> that guy who removed that mustache. <laughs> that guy's talented. <laughs> That's very good.
1: Uh, But he must have signed on, because wasn't that the film that we still did with Guy Ritchie?
0: Yes, that's right. Man
1: from Uncle. Yeah. He must have signed on to the Man from Uncle first before DC did a contract. Damn. Because otherwise, the Man from Uncle, they would have been like, no, you must put on a... Why didn't they just put on a prosthetic beard? Want
0: a mustache. Can I have it? No, I want your mustache.
1: (laughs) Okay, he could have grown it, they shave it off, and they just like put it on a...
0: carefully. (laughs) <laughs> someone, someone there was stubborn it was that it was that no I know that film you'll never get rich uh, you'll never become famous on that film please. oh that guy no I, mu- no I want the mustache I want him to feel <laughs> it I'm not going to take my actors Superman who, do, who do they think he is?
1: probably yeah Superman uh, I think it's DC Superman. Mm-hmm. yes yeah. anyway DC's got so much money they can do it also, Woody Harrelson, do you know that he's vegan in real life? That
0: guy's talented. Eh? He's very I good. I have to be honest, you know, it's weird because there's some actors you come across that look like normal actors and you're like, then you start noticing, you're like, this guy's actually very good. No, he is very and good. Whenever I see him, I'm like...
1: Because he's always different. Hey? He's very different in very all the cool. movie that he acts. But he's he's vegan in real life, so in the scenes where you see him eating, which was quite often, he either eats dessert or vegetables or just drinks. So you never actually see him eating meat because he's vegan. That is why. Crazy fact. Liam Hemsworth and Jennifer Lawrence are both natural blondes.
0: I did not know that he was.
1: Chris Hemsworth's brother.
0: I, no, I knew that. I, I didn't know that that was him, that, the actor. The, Liam Hem- Hemsworth. What is his character's name? Gail. Yeah. <laughs> I had no clue. Then I seen him being interviewed. I'm like, wait, dude, what are you doing here? And then I. Really? I really had Was no it idea. the hair? And am I right? He's Australian, right? He is Australian. Yeah, yes. in interviews, he did not sound Australian.
1: For me, in interviews, he sounded more like Chris Hemsworth than he did in the film.
0: He's yeah, also got, the deep yeah, got a deeper mm-hmm. voice. Yeah, he's got
1: a deeper voice. But they both—they be- both natural blondes, and they both had to dye their hair brown for their roles in the film. Cool. Also, Josh is a natural brunette, and he had to dye his hair blonde for the film, because Peter obviously had blonde hair. Who's Josh? Peter.
0: Peter. <laughs> yes. Peter. Have we seen him before?
1: He... Not recently. I don't know
0: why, but I recognize he him. He
1: acted in um, Journey to the Center of the Earth. Rings a bell. With, um, and then he also acted in the one where <laughs> he was flying on big bumblebees with Vanessa Hutchins. That one, I think hmm. it was also a journey. It was Journey 2, but it wasn't the center of the earth. It was some something else. R- around the world? He was a young actor. He's, he, he started acting from a young age.
0: Oh, So he's like... Um Tom Holland type yeah. of. Yeah, but Tom
1: Holland's bigger than him, I'd say. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. In the, the extras on the two DVD edition, co writer and director Gary Ross explains we were under tre- tremendous financial pressure for this film. It's under 80 million US dollars, the budget, and it's a really, really big movie. Other blockbusters cost twice or three much T- three much as much as this one costs. and I, after hearing that, I was actually really impressed because when watching it, you don't feel like it was a low budget film. You actually you no. get the blockbuster. The sets. Yes, the sets are amazing. They're incredible, and even like the CG and stuff like that. So I was actually quite impressed to hear that they did what they did with only I mean, 18 million dollars. I know it sounds like a lot of movie, but when you're making a film like this, it's it really. It's not a lot. The
0: big films are usually over 100, right? Yeah.
1: At minimum. They're often 120 to 150. So, yeah. And then also, because of, you know, the pedestals, when they first enter the arena, they all stand on those pedestals while they wait for the countdown to happen. So, there's two tributes from every district. There's 12 districts, meaning there should be 24 pedestals, right? Makes sense, right?
0: Yeah, the math says...
1: Except, there are not 24 pedestals because of how they were arranged and the space that they needed the pedestals to be apart from one another, they were only 20 instead of 24.
0: You know, nobody does the math like that, eh? (laughs) No,
1: and the way they filmed it was clever as well. Because
0: it it didn't feel like that many. Like two died and you're like, okay, there should be about another two left. That's how it felt. <laughs> but it wasn't meantime, like that. Yeah, no, yeah, like, meantime, it was they were like yeah, you're, right, you're right. 12 yeah. districts and two from each district. That's mm-hmm. that's crazy, yeah. Yeah, no, it was really... It but was although crazy. they didn't really do a lot of focusing on specific districts. No. So you get the... Who was the little girl from?
1: She was from District 11.
0: 11. And you mm-hmm. only meet the other person from District 11. The, Later the, on, yeah. Exactly. Thrush, I think his name is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thrush or... Thr- I think it was yeah, trash. that's, uh, and for me, I, I, I didn't really recognize him. Then he comes, you're like, oh no, you're dead. And they're like, oh, okay, he's also, so he's a little girl, the, the, the brother.
1: Yeah, they didn't really, they obviously focused on one and two, the streaks one and two, because those were like the most lethal out of all the the people that were in the arena. Yeah, you didn't really, yeah. You know the, the whistle? There's that, the famous Hunger Games whistle. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan, there we go. Those notes are if you are a musician, G, B flat, A and D. Uh give me <laughs> G I B
0: need to write flat that down A quickly. D. Makes sense. I'm gonna make it <laughs> <laughs> Give it to me again, G, G
1: B flat, A and D. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> to all the musicians out there, you're welcome. Jennifer Lawrence was initially concerned that she was too old. She was 22 at the time and too blonde to portray what? the 16-year-old brunette Katniss. So Katniss' character is 16 and she's obviously brunette. Jennifer Lawrence was not 16. She was 22 and she was blonde. But she felt better after Susan Collins, who's the author of The Hunger Games, as in the books, assured her that she would be perfect for the role. And personally, pers- I don't know what I just said. Let me say that again. Take two. Personally, I think she did a very good job at Katniss.
0: I don't know. She was 16 in the film.
1: No, she, oh, she, as in the character was yeah, 16. I thought she was... Um, older.
0: I thought she was, yeah, yeah <laughs> 20. They 20 normally something. do that,
1: though, to be quite honest. Mm. The the actors normally are older than the actual character. Also, Also, Josh reportedly put on 15 pounds of muscle in three weeks prior to filming to match Peter's strong and stocky physical description in the books.
0: Yeah. Um, Cool, man. That's actually three weeks. Please post your secret on Facebook. I'll be looking (laughs) out for that.
1: Some actors that were almost cast as Katniss, Emma Roberts. Hmm. I don't think so, though. Uh, yeah, no, no, definitely not. Another one was Kaya Scodelario. I recognize her name. I just... Oh, Brie Larson. Do you know Brie Larson? She is Captain Marvel. She was almost cast as Captain, but uh, I don't think so either. Yeah, I know. I didn't even know she was acting at that time. Kaya is from... She was in The Maze Runner. Do you remember Teresa from The Maze Runner? She was almost cast as Katniss. Also, I'm glad they didn't do that for me. That, yeah. And then Shailene Woodley, who was she was Triss in Divergent. I'm also glad they didn't do that. I feel like those two fit in um, Maze Runner and Divergent. Jennifer Lawrence was definitely right. Another person, though, Saoirse Ronan. Do you know Saoirse Ronan was almost cast for? Uh, That would have been interesting. I must be honest. I didn't know if these people were acting yeah. in 2013.
0: Well, cl- like, Clearly they were. <laughs>
1: they, clearly they were, yeah. And then for the, the role of Peter Malark obviously Josh Hutcherson is the one that got the role, but there were a couple of guys that were almost chosen as him. The first one was um, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Don't really know this guy, to be quite honest. <laughs> clearly, clearly... Um, the Hunger Games would have done him well, just because we would have known who he was. Another guy is Alex fur Now, this guy I know because he acted in a film, which the name has slipped me now. Why has the name slipped me? Oh, I Am Number Four. Ryan, did you ever watch that? I forgot about that movie. Uh, I want to watch that movie again. Maybe it's our next movie's worth watching again.
0: Have you ever watched it? Uh, no, that'll be the first, my <laughs> first <time. laughs>
1: We need to write that one down. I will
0: need to watch it today, and then I'll watch <laughs> it again next week.
1: There was another one, Beastly. That's the one. He acted with Vanessa uh, Hutchins. That was a take on Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> it was a very modern version of Beauty and the Beast. Oh, right. He was the good-looking dude that turned into the beast. Yeah. I don't know if you know him, Ryan. No. no. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I personally haven't seen him around. In well, I forgot about I'm Number Four, but other films. And then the last person that they almost cast was Alexander Ludwig. Now he actually was cast in the Hunger Games, but he was cast as Cato. You know the the blonde the blonde guy from I think he was from District One. Yeah. He he almost got cast as Peter. Wow. But then he didn't that's
0: why he was very angry.
1: (laughs) Right. Ryan, there is a Wilhelm scream in this film. Can you believe it? Yes. I'm,
0: I'm not surprised, Then
1: eh? It's heard from one of the victims when Katniss cuts off a tree branch and the nest of tracker jackers fall onto some of oh, her damn. opponents.
0: Oh, damn. I'm sure I heard it, eh? <laughs> I'm not going to lie.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: I, I, I don't know why. I, it I, I makes thought, sense. I thought about it. Did you? At that point. I, and I don't know it. why I thought about it, but now I know now, why.
1: Now you know because you, you heard it. This is the only one of the movies in the Hunger Games franchise to be directed by Gary Ross. All of the sequels were directed by Francis Lawrence. I wonder why. Like, I don't know. I I didn't actually get more info on that. But Gary Ross, so he directed Hunger Games 1. But then Catching Fire and Mockingjay Part 1 and 2 were directed by Francis Lawrence. Why? I don't know.
0: Um... I think it could be one or two things. I could, I think, from the director, it could be like, nah, not feeling it, mm. or it could be the producer saying, hmm. Mm-mm.
1: Well, maybe Gary Ross. Maybe it was Gary Ross.
0: Maybe Gary Ross. Maybe he was
1: so traumatized with the small budget, he was like, guys, I'm sorry, I can't. No, we'll give you. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But I do feel like there was a different feel between no, the definite. first movie oh, yes. and then the sixth. The others. Yeah, the
0: other ones were a lot more. They felt bigger. Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, this Francis Lawrence directed I Am Legend, just in case you're wondering. So he he did that in 2007. And this movie is the only one in the franchise that was not released in November. <laughs> so Catching Fire, So Mocking all of them Jay, were released in November. Yeah, the other three were released in November. Okay, this so one there's three. It? Four, there's four. There's four So of them? it's Hunger Games, the first one, Catching Fire, and then there's Mockingjay Part 1 and Mockingjay Part 2. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Look, I'm I'm looking at the. I mean, call me call me stupid, or I don't know what I'm talking about. But Gary Ross, I look at the other films that he had. Uh, he's like more writing than directing. Yeah. And the movies that he had directed, I mean, Sea Biscuit, uh, Free State of Jones, Ocean's 8. Okay, maybe Ocean's 8, but it doesn't. Uh, maybe it's not his style.
1: Maybe he's not a. A sequel person. Yeah, he's not that... <laughs> you know, some people... Like, do you know Meryl Streep is not into sequels? So she, she refused. won't... That's why in Mamma Mia 2, she wasn't... She was barely in it. They they killed her character. <laughs> they literally killed her character. <laughs> because Meryl Streep apparently does not do sequels.
0: Bad history or something.
1: Uh, I don't know. So what they did was they got Lily James to come in and be the young version of Meryl Streep's character.
0: You'll probably find she probably just hates sequels.
1: Yeah. So maybe this... Director is just not a sequel director. Like he's like, no, guys, I do it once and I do it once only. That's it.
0: Well, if anyone knows, yeah, <laughs> Facebook, eh? <laughs> so I need a recipe for buffing up, <laughs> and I need, uh, I need you reasons. You
1: things, I need, right?
0: need reasons why why Gary Ross did only directed the one film.
1: <laughs> but Hunger Games, it really, really is a good film. It was good to watch again. Yes, it was good to watch again. It's, it's, and it's there's no. I don't remember bad language, personally. No. And there's no funny scenes. You're never having to switch the channel. It's just a feel-good movie from start to finish. Obviously, it's quite disturbing, the whole concept of, you know, basically it's like the gladiators in a modern version. They're just killing themselves. I yeah. mean, killing
0: people <laughs> like they're nothing.
1: Right. But it's a very good film. I, I really thoroughly enjoyed it. So definitely go watch Hunger Games again. It is. It needs to be on your to-do list. Yes.
0: And especially uh, what is his name? Caesar Flickerman.
1: Yeah, Caesar we, oh, Flickerman. And we've, seen, we've seen that
0: actor like throughout. Yeah. Like throughout I'm like <laughs> look at him now.
1: He's 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 a very good actor. He's also very good. He's actor. very, very good, yeah. So and also I enjoyed oh I forgot her name now. She plays Effie Trinket I can't believe I forgot her. Elizabeth Banks, that's yes. her name. She's also very, very good. And her acting in this one was very good. That she's very dramatic, but it's very good acting. And her costumes. Oh, my goodness. That's why yeah. I'm shocked that it was low budget. Because, really, they did a good job no, with little budget. they just had, the had a budget. really
0: good uh, finance, um, yes. Accountant. Accountant, yes. <laughs> finance person. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. So this was the Hunger Games review. We are almost 10 years later. Uh-huh. We did a film review on a film that was released nine years ago. Maybe
0: it's worth watching again. Definitely. Yeah, next week...
1: Maybe we'll be back with I'm number four.
0: <laughs> no, we'll leave that one for number four. <laughs> right.
1: Wow. Right. Yeah. So this is the movie show. On Active FM. Signing out.
0: Until next week. Peace out. Cheers. Enjoying the Active FM shows? Well, then catch us on Instagram at Active FM 777. Twitter and Gab at Active FM. Facebook at FM forward slash 7 as well as YouTube at ActiveFM and our website at ww.activefm.co.za. Don't stop, don't hesitate. Find, follow and enjoy us on all our different platforms. You don't want to miss out.